Welcome to Made for Profit, a podcast where we talk business in the shop and help you monetize as a maker. Each week we cover business topics to help you grow your full-time business or your side hustle. We'll also bring you interviews from a variety of people winning in their space to share valuable business insights and life lessons. I'm Brad Rodriguez, a full-time content creator running FixThisBuildThat.com, and my co-host John Malecki runs a full-time furniture company and his content site, JohnMalecki.com. We've been growing our successful businesses online, and we want to bring you into the conversation and help you grow along with us. Welcome to episode 97. Man, I cannot believe that we are at 97 episodes already. I tell you what, we're going to be doing a giveaway. We have some sweet fanny packs. We're going to celebrate episode 97. Yes. Uh, Just repost this episode to your feed. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, MySpace, and Tinder. Tag 10 of your best friends and enter your social security number for entry. Good luck, guys. <laughs> Giveaways. Love them or hate them. They're a big part of social media today. And we're going to talk about how they've changed and what you should and shouldn't expect out of them. We're also going to tell you how to do them properly so that you can comply with all the terms of services and that you aren't getting your account at risk by doing them. <laughs> did you like that intro john oh it was your best ever it was your best ever i mean that I, was a cold call intro john did not read before so uh <laughs> i did not i did not i jumped right into this episode uh you know thinking we were going to start off with our very regimented and blanket introduction but brad you no, surprised me no. that was fantastic yeah we do it you know but before we, uh, sorry john before we do get into it uh we wanted to acknowledge uh that we do have a patreon we did not have any new members this week, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Uh, but we, if you would like to be part of the patron tribe and join the awesome growing group of folks over there, uh, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash made for profit and you can enjoy the after show and some other cool rewards like reviews of Instagrams and, uh, you know, free giveaways and all that good stuff. Yes. No free giveaways, but, you know, we talk about giveaways and all the can- kinds of other great things to uh, help you grow your business. And you social can give media. us things. I mean, like you're free to give away things to us. Yeah. Like $5 a month to help support <laughs> the show. <laughs> but no, I mean, what, what's it giveaways, man? What's, uh, what's wild is that this was actually this episode, um, title was spawned out of a patron after show question. Um, and last week, you know, Brad and I were, were conversing and, and we do the after show pretty off the cuff, um, and, and try not to talk too much about it beforehand, just because we want it to be nice and juicy. But, uh, but with that came a, a lot more deeper of a conversation than we were expecting for a normal it after was. show. And it was um, from Tim Mills. Our buddy, Tim Mills asked this mm-hmm. over. He is uh, one of our patrons. So I just want to give him a little recognition because yes. we did like we were talking about it and it was like. We were literally, literally at one point we got in and I was like, let's stop. Like this, this is actually a full episode. So we were 20 minutes deep on the, on the patron after show and, uh, we were like diving even deeper. So we decided, uh, that this would be a great main show topic. So here we are. So, um, love that we're able to do that and, and bring forward some of these after show questions as like full topics. Yes. And so we really appreciate the after show questions for that. And it's actually it could be potentially how we're starting to gear the one-on-one episodes Brad and I are having just because those questions get, they get really, really deep. Um, and we love that. So, you know, with, with the conversation around giveaways, um, uh, we wanted to make sure we touched on the landscape of what giveaways are and have become and, and kind of where they were. 
Um, so, you know, the show is getting really close to uh, episode 100. And with that means we've been doing this for almost two years now. And a Jeez. lot, a lot has changed in two Over years. Over two years. Right? Over and, two and it, years. Yes. Because we took, we took some episodes off there for the holidays that first year. Yeah. Hashtag math. But with that, uh, <laughs> the landscape of, uh, of just social media in general has changed a ton. So um, much. And because of that, a, a lot of the content we put out geared towards platforms when we started the show isn't as relevant now as uh, as it could be because, because it's ever changing. It's always changing. And so, you know, the landscape of, of giveaways is something that's been changing absurdly over the course of when the since the show started. Um, and, and if you remember the good old days, Brad, and I know you do uh, when when giveaways were essentially just a just a low hanging hack free way to pick up a couple thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, it was a great growth hack and it was I think it was a great growth hack and it was like it was like like everybody loved them. It was like a it wasn't even it was exactly. It wasn't like there wasn't there was no negative connotation. It was like I'm giving you guys some a chance to win some free stuff and everybody's like, "Yes, I love free stuff." Like and you know, it was like <laughs> everybody loved it. The brand was getting their stuff out there. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think it was 2016. I, I know I've talked about it before. I think in 2016, I did an Instagram giveaway every single month. Uh, I did one, mm -hmm. one a month for the entire year. And it was awesome. Like I loved it. I, I had a great time. Uh, and it was like that whole, <laughs> maybe not quite the intro, but it was repost for entries and, you know, follow me, follow the, the brand. Um, and that, I think that was pretty much it. So back then, and then, you know, maybe sometimes like whatever comment, but um, it was totally cool. Like yeah. everybody, everybody loved it. And I think like in, I think that was kind of that, that time frame. like 2016, I think was like the year of the giveaways, you know. And, and it started and, out with that reshare, right? Correct. Exactly. Like that was how you entered, because I think that, um, you know, back then, it, like you said, it, like trying to, to share awareness, the algorithm was um, not what it is today. So it was it was kind of hard to get seen at the same time. But so that resharing, because it was all chronological, all of a sudden you'd get at the top of everybody's different feed. And that's how you spread the message through a repost. And, um, you know, like I said, like for a long time, people were OK with that. But then slowly, as you started you know, going through the year and, and more and more people started doing them, uh, it was like, OK, I'm, I'm so sick of these reposts of giveaways. And it started inundating people's feeds. And that's where that was that first tide of change started moving away from repost. And then, you know, now you rarely ever see anybody ask for a repost for a giveaway. Yeah. And, and, and I think the saturation of seeing the same thing on multiple people's accounts was why that was pretty cool or, or why it worked. You know, if, if, if you, for instance, I think I entered um, two of your giveaways when I was first getting started and uh, I, I would have to literally either download an app or screenshot what I was trying to enter and put it on my feed and then it yep. became me owning it. And well, at the at the time, um, you know, growing community and building awareness um, was something that wasn't as uh it was important. Uh, the word I'm looking for is probably something closer to um, it wasn't as owned uh, by the individual. Right. So for me, trying to build community, it was general general community building for everyone. 
not so much my community as John Malecki. Right. So I didn't hold it as closely to my chest when I had, you know, one of your killer uh, rigid uh, giveaways that you were throwing out all the time back then on my own feed. But I also right. didn't understand and the you curation so that your people could see it too. Right. So that was the thing. Like you felt good about doing it because yeah. you were helping the people who followed you be like, Oh, Hey, and like, you know, your comment might be, dude, check out this great giveaway. Uh, some awesome tools, you know, that Brad's given away. And of course right? brands and, loved it. You're like, Oh, I get to dip oh, yeah. all of they these were. people like <laughs> reposting something. They're like, this is, this is a frenzy. It's fantastic. But, I know. but with that came the, the feeling of spamminess. Right. And yeah. that the, audiences stopped reacting positively to them. And what you and I started to notice was that when the audience stops reacting positively, the brand stopped wanting that because they see um, any negative attitude towards something like that period. And they don't want to be tied to it. So from there, things started to go a lot more geared towards the uh, engagement requirements, right? And, yeah. uh, and and we yeah, can, and like we, and comment and you know tag three those tag are. three friends jump through a tag hula hoop friends. you know knit a sweater together and mail it to me and I'll sign it and send it back like that kind of stuff <laughs> and so all of these requirements at first they felt great too you were like wow I feel like I'm really involved and engaged in something and yes my three closest friends from middle school who do not care about woodworking at all would love <laughs> this micro jig and so. Yes. What we started to see was an evolution of how to get people to engage with your content on platform and still be adding value to their lives and the brands that were behind these giveaways. And, and initially, I think uh, um, the question um, that was thrown to us was about milestones, right? And initially, right. all of these giveaways were based on a milestone. And it was like, and so this is uh, this is kind of where I want to start throwing my opinions out there, because um, regardless of the spectrum of what giveaways look like now and if they work, if you like them, if you don't, that the concept of a milestone is something I feel has kind of gotten thrown to the wayside. And with that, I mean, it is fantastic to hit 500 followers, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000. Like they're not it's not that things are not milestones. But what I'm starting to see a lot of, and in my opinion, I, I don't think is the best move, is everything becomes a milestone, right? And you see a giveaway or something then where you're truly trying to give back to your audience or your community, um, and you're really pumped up that you achieved something, but this is coming all the time. And it's taking away from that marketing concept of limited availability, and right. when you're doing giveaways all the time and say that you've just hit your 777th follower milestone, that, yeah, that's fantastic. And, I, and you should celebrate. But doing that and then doing 1,000 and then doing 1,177, 76 or something and, you know, like hitting all of these quote unquote milestones, you start to saturate your audience with an abundance of giveaways. And what happens is you limit the availability to enter your initial giveaway because they become used to you doing giveaways all the time. And I think the yeah. question initially was, was kind of geared towards that. And I wanted to, I just wanted to address that. Well, let's, let's hit it. Like, you know, like what our thoughts are on it currently and, and maybe some pitfalls like, and then we'll get into, you know, what do you give away and, and how to do it. All right. Well, so, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll just say way. then, since I kind of led into it, that I think for the, individuals who are fired up to do a giveaway and try and give back to their brand 
If you're seeing it as a strategy to potentially grow your audience quickly on platform and that you think because you hit 2000, you can easily jump to three that you were mistaken. Those days on Instagram are gone. They are dead. And that if your strategy for and and a giveaway is solely for the growth of yourself, um, that you need to kind of maybe rethink it and, and make sure that your 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 whole uh, mindset behind this giveaway needs to be on adding value and contributing back to the community. And that's what it looks like. Like, right. You know, I mean, you can't do yeah, a giveaway without making it look like. Right. And it used to but be, like, let's so be honest. Going back, we, it used to be, that's how we did it. We're like, Oh, this is awesome. I just hit 25 K. I could pick up another 5,000 by doing right. a giveaway. Yeah, you're like, I'll do a giveaway. Exactly. Like it was, I, I think that was, you know, back then when you did pick up a lot that it was, um, you know, it was again, it was celebrated. It was kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm glad I'll be able to do this. And at the same time, you know, again, like you said, it was like that win win. So it wasn't like necessarily hitting it on those crazy, you know, every single milestone, but uh, that there was some benefit. And, you know, these days it's just not because they're like you said, it's so saturated at this point that, um, you know, people are entering them, but they're trying to do it in the the least intrusive way that you can uh, as far as like, ah, oh, if I don't have to follow them, if I can just comment, that's great. And they may not even follow you, you know, and they're just trying to get the stuff versus like, I think where we're going, uh, in this conversation is that these days giveaways are now something very different in the sense of giving back to your community, giving back to the brands you're working with, just trying to be like, Hey, here it is. And you're not like, I, you know, I don't even think it's, it's not even moving the needle for me anymore when I, whenever I do one and I don't do them very often mm-hmm. either. Um, but so, so when to do them, let, let, let's hit that. Cause you, you know, you said, okay, well, you know, a hundred, 500, 700, like, I think that's, I think when you are starting out on Instagram, I, I think like, I still feel, and that was where this, one of the questions, how the question came up, um, or at least the subtext of it. And in some of the comments down below, when the question was asked in, in the, in our Facebook group was, um, you know, when should I do it? What should I do? And when you're first starting your account, you know, like when you hit that, like a lot of people are like, how early should I do it? You know, um, I think I did my first one again, this was back in the day and you know, this, you know, 500 is still 500. I think I hit 500 and I, and I gave away uh, a cutting board that I made. Right. And this was just me. Like I was so super stoked about getting 500 subs, uh, and still like getting 500 subs is a, is a awesome achievement. But, you know, in today's day and age with so many more users on there, it's a lot easier to get to 500. So, you know, where is that? Like, whatever that number is, like, for sure, I think, like, when you hit that first thousand, man, like, that's big, right? Like, when you hit, even today, like, you hit a thousand, like, getting a thousand people to be like, yeah, yeah I want to see what this person's doing. Uh, so, you know, like, having a thousand people and doing a giveaway, like, I think that's totally cool. But like you said, if I, I probably wouldn't do, I definitely would not do a 500, a 750, a thousand, a twelve fifty. Uh, you know, if it, it's like pick that pick that milestone. So whether you want it to be five hundred or a thousand or seven seventy seven or whatever it is, uh, I, I think I would pick it. You know, my advice to to new people coming up would be, I would pick like you know think about it ahead of time and be like, yo, when I hit a thousand, maybe you're gonna wait till five thousand or maybe you're gonna wait till ten thousand. And again, that depends upon how fast your account is growing. But um, you know, make it something meaningful. Make it a number that you're really <laughs> going for and that like this is something that uh you know you're trying to grow your account and grow your influence or share your products or whatever those things are uh and and pick something ahead of time and plan for it 
is I think, you know, where I would give the advice today. Yeah. And, and, and I look at milestones as like, I'm, I don't know, for some, for some reason, my brain goes to numbers like 1,000, 2,500, 5,000, 10,000, 25,000. Exactly. As the numbers get bigger, the the gap gets bigger, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, with that, like it's, it's just something that I feel like can be deteriorating to a brand because it seems way different than it's actually intended to seem um, when you're doing it. And, And so if you're putting out posts and truly trying to give back to the community and it's not like a thank you for 2000, but like a, you know, John just personally reached 2000 followers and is really excited and wants to give you uh, a, you know, one of his own handmade cutting boards to a woodworking audience full of cutting board makers, hashtag it giveaway. Like those are where I'm <laughs> literally like, okay, this seems way more like intentful to the individual doing the giveaway compared to trying to get back to the audience. Um, so I would definitely, as Brad said, like be cognizant of how a giveaway can appear now on platform because things are way, way different and also have some strategy and a plan to it. Um, you know, the, obviously the big ones, um, that's where I would focus your, your intent and purpose on, on a giveaway. Like I, I also understand the brands are reaching out to people wanting them to do giveaways for them. Um, and, and for that, you don't have to bank on a milestone to do a giveaway. And, and that's something else I wanted to touch on is like. You know, if it's spring or Tuesday or 1147 in the afternoon, like do a giveaway for whatever you feel your audience wants to see and make sure that your focus for the giveaways are for your audience. Um, the the day I just think the days of, of trying to growth hack Instagram as a platform are long gone. Uh, and that could be anything from, you know, follow unfollow to, uh, you know, give like a giveaway hack like this or to like the like bomb concept we've touched on in the past. It's just all dead. And and that you you just need to be focusing on creating as high quality and consistent content as you possibly can compared to trying to beat it, play the game and beat the system. Um, and and so if you're and inten- that's only going to get more more you know that way because it's we're seeing it so much i mean that they're it's getting they've gotten so smart yeah that you it's just they're smarter than us and they can respond faster and like whatever (sighs) little hack you try to do it's going to be gone and you know we just got done talking about this on an interview uh that won't be out for like a month but anyway that of like you know the content is key right it's Mm -hmm. like your good content's what's going to grow your account your personality is what's going to grow your account your uniqueness like your value proposition as a maker, as a content creator, as a producer, like that's what grows your account. Now, all these other little things, and we talk about them, right? So like if IGTV is hot, yeah, double down on IGTV. Like we're not saying don't double down on it and and that there aren't ways. There, I guess there's a difference between gro- doubling down on what works versus growth hacking, right? And that, there's, there's a fine line that I think um, you can get caught up that doing giveaways for the sake of trying to grow your account as a growth hack, not doubling down on what works. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, with the evolution of giveaways um, as they're perceived on Instagram, doesn't necessarily mean the giveaways are dead. Right. And, and I think if you want to look at how someone can strategically use giveaways to benefit their audience and be beneficial to their brand strategy, um, go look at our, go look at our buddy, Mark uh, Spagnolo from the, the wood whisperer, right? He's been doing giveaways for years, years, but every month, who sees his giveaways on Instagram, right? 
Yeah, nobody. nobody. He doesn't. Yeah, he he does that as part of a uh, part of giving back to his brands and his audience, and he mainly runs those through his website. Mm-hmm. And he's got a very loyal following on his website. So in his and through his newsletter, and that is like he's not trying to grow that as far as like I mean it does help as part of the growth obviously, but that's just like that is intrinsic in what the Wood Whisperer is about, and that his audience knows like oh I'm going to get an opportunity to win some like super sweet tools, you know like. Powermatic, like drum sander, you know, like thousands of dollars worth of tools, and and that that's, uh, you know, something that again he's been doing for years and years. So I, but he doesn't advertise across different platforms because he's doing that to give back to his audience that he's built over on his website and his guild and and those folks. And it's also strategically beneficial to his brand, right? Like his hub and oh, core absolutely. of his business is the website. It's not on platform for anything. Those are all supplemental. And we talk about that a ton on the show. And so using that strategically to benefit the core of your business obviously makes a lot more sense. Um, And so, you know, Spags' focus has always been on like, yeah, a lot of you don't have the tools that I have, but you have a chance to win them with these giveaways. And, And it's a good, I think it's a good strategy. And I think he's always been genuine in that part of it, which I've absolutely loved. Um, And so the effectiveness of, of, uh, giveaways isn't a hundred percent dead. It's just pivoting slightly. Right. So, you know, in that, like, what do you give away though? Right. I mean, I think that, that Mm -hmm. begs straight into that next topic of how, how are you benefiting the people you're, you're serving, which is your audience. So like, yeah, hit on that as far as like, let's talk about what, what you should give away and what things add value and what things are enticing and, and what things aren't. And, and for me, like, I kind of vet my audience with it, right? And in the last two giveaways I've done, and I've been super fortunate to pair up with some really awesome brands, have been like a ridiculous amount of hand tools from DeWalt and three <laughs> three full-size welders from Lincoln. And two things I knew about my audience when I was uh, like having the conversations with both of those brands were that a lot of my audience would love to be doing a lot more of the work that I do. They just weren't afforded opportunities to have the same tools. Well, it's, it would make no sense for me to go to my audience who is making those comments and asking those questions all the time and then give them bench cookies. Right. Right. Like that, that, like that is an awesome giveaway for someone else, but just not for me. So I think you need to be able to look at your audience specifically before you give up something away and think, hmm, is this actually going to add value? Now, don't get me wrong. Every one of us would love another bottle of free glue, but like you're not going to get the feeding frenzy of entries on a bottle of free glue like you would a palm router, a cordless palm router. Right. Because all, right. all of us, I don't care what your skill level is would love a cordless palm router. And so you gauge those types of uh, concepts when you're, when you're building an, uh, excuse me, a giveaway strategy as well, because it's not always going to be that, Oh, I'm super stoked. The fr- a brand's giving me something to give away for free. It's going to just hit a home run, knock it out of the park to my audience. Cause, cause I, we've been, we've both been in those situations where we've tried promoting tools and perhaps things that brands wanted us to push and, uh, and they didn't do very well because they weren't at the core of our audience. They could be, say, a home improvement project when you have a specific woodworking channel or, uh, say, a demolition style tool that isn't necessarily part of the core tool set that your audience may be looking for. You got to be right. cognizant of those types of things. And I think going back to the Spags example is is perfect, right? 
you know, like there's even myself with a professional grade woodworking shop would it's going to be seldom that I would want to purchase or could afford the opportunity to buy an 18 inch powermatic bandsaw. But with right. with yeah. the, you know, so obviously but he's got that in with the brand and he's got the thing that like anybody. Yeah. Would love to have anybody. That. And I think that that's why he's continued to do it, because it's a consistently it's a consistent value add to the core of what the Wood Whisperer is and about and is promoting, you know, higher quality and better woodworking um, to the individuals who are who are bought into that brand. Um, well, and it can also change. It can also change somebody's situation. Yeah. Right. Because that we talked about this on and I, I just pulled it up because I wanted to just to call her name out here. So I did a giveaway back in April of 2016. And I wouldn't have known this unless uh, she had said that. I'd have to go check. But uh, it was a, a giveaway for 50000 on Instagram. And so, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, it was over three years ago. And and yeah, table saw. So <clears throat> I think that was the grand prize. And I think there was actually even some second place prizes. And that was through Rigid. And, um, and uh, Sarah Pastrana from Flourishing Fibers did a throwback Thursday. And... And she tagged me in it and in her post said, you know, throwback Thursday. And this was just uh, this was like a couple weeks ago. So <clears throat> it was on April 18th. So she said throwback Thursday to April of 2016 uh, when I won a table saw. <clears throat> excuse me. Get it out from uh, I know from uh, from Brad's 50K giveaway. And she says, you know, every time I open my garage door and see that mach- machine, I think to myself, I can't believe I won. I'm extremely grateful uh, to Brad for offering such an amazing giveaway. Thank you. And then she goes along about talking about how the table saw has changed her business and allowed her to do more things. And uh, and then she also had an, an amazing personal transformation uh, on her health side, which, you know, so it's kind of, it was a really, like she posted that and I'm just like over here, just like crying. She's like, oh my God, this is me. <laughs> so like you think like something, you know, three years ago, I did a giveaway uh, and, and was able with the support of an amazing uh, sponsor behind Rigid to give away a table saw and some other tools. And that that, you know, changed Sarah's business and it changed her situation and it gave her the opportunity to grow and do things that she couldn't at that point in time. All right. And and, and even now today, you know, she's saying like she opens the garage door and she's just like so super thankful. Like, I, I think like when you're able to and, and not saying that, like, yeah, don't do a giveaway unless you can give away a massive tool. But when you are able to to work with a brand to give another woodworker, somebody else in our community an opportunity to get a tool that's going to advance their skill set, their business, their capabilities. Like that's an amazing thing. That's an awesome thing. And that, that's what really, um, you know, when, when I was doing them so much, like I really love because every time I'd send people that email that said, or I'd tag them on Instagram and say, Hey, you won. They're just like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Right. And, uh, and you know, some of them I literally never heard from again. Others like, I mean, and Sarah being the best example, like, you know, coming back and like saying how it's changed her life. Like that is just so, it's just so amazing that we have, we do have the opportunity. And I think we can take that for granted of like, you know, you kind of, you're, you're, you're like Santa Claus, right? You're like, you're able to give other people the opportunity to get free tools. And I think that's a really amazing thing because there's so many people that don't have that extra 750 bucks to buy a new table saw or 150 bucks to buy a cordless palm router. And that those uh, you know, being able to do that for somebody in and of itself, I think, you know, makes a giveaway worth it. And that that is something that you're not uh, if if I didn't gain a single follower and I was able to help somebody like Sarah do that. Absolutely. 100 percent. I would do that every time. 
Yeah, and, and I think you nailed it. Like your your whole focus and premise needs to be on the value you're adding to the winner and the community by attempting to allow them to win, right? Um, and and it, so you you can't have, you know, I I guess a selfish intent when you're doing a giveaway these days because it will come through. Um, but that being said, you know, there's still a lot of quality strategy, I think, in growing a brand, uh, especially with a giveaway. And if you are and if you offer a product or service that is extremely expensive and your audience is built on individuals who are trying to be able to afford or feel inspired by that, um, that's another opportunity for a giveaway. But if your audience is a bunch of individuals who are perhaps trying to mimic what you're doing, like most of the woodworking community, a lot of our followers become other woodworkers and fans and and contributors to the community. You know, they're probably not going to want a mallet or a uh, cutting board because they can make that on their own. But like if you're doing say if you're custom welding or fabricating table legs and you want to do a giveaway to give a set away to people who perhaps don't have welders or can't have that, uh, uh, you know, sort of, uh, I guess, product within themselves, like that could be a good opportunity for a giveaway on something where you don't need a brand to sponsor it. Um, and then like it's a good strategy to your audience whom, whom you, you might never have thought of before. Um, and on the other side of things, you know, that could essentially become a coffee table, dining table, whatever it might be that could change someone's life or change the entire look of their home or their living room. And every single day they look at it and have that exact same reaction Brad was kind of talking about. Um, so like the, the, I think one thing that happens to me with giveaways is like, we want them to be as little work as possible because they can be extremely intensive. Oh gosh. And I they, think they've, <laughs> I think that takes away from a lot of the way, reason people do giveaways. It's like, Oh no, I'll throw you some. I throw you some sandpaper and a brush uh, and then a, and a bottle of uh, half used glue and like, yeah, pump, <laughs> pump for this giveaway. And you're like, wait, <laughs> you just threw all your scraps in a box and sent them across the country. Like, sent them, which, by the way, I've done that before. So don't knock it. No, okay. I'm knocking it. I'm I'm judging you right now on the show. But like, <laughs> I, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I know that there's a lot of listeners who like that's the kind of giveaways that are being brought to you. Um, but you know, try to think of that little bit extra or what else you can add to a giveaway like that. You know, it's not necessarily saying don't do them, but if you need to be looking for those true home run, uh, lifetime sort of fan or interactive experiences that Brad was talking about when you do a giveaway, like I'm only doing giveaways now, if I truly feel like I can give that opportunity to the winner that you were just talking on. And and yeah. it's because what they are a lot of work for us. As far they as are. influencers, but on the other but, side of it, like you have to be willing to put the work in to get the result. Yeah. And and I just want to play the other side of that because I think we're also we're looking at it from a, a very different view than most of our listeners. Right. So uh, who, who are, are probably down there, um, you know, sub 10,000 that, that they're they're like celebrating a thousand and twenty five hundred and five thousand of those things or, or even five hundred. But uh, I just I want to hit back real quick on the uh, the whole mallet and cutting board idea. Uh, I would completely agree with you there uh, if you're making generic ones, right? If you're making like the generic dead blow head mallet or generic cutting board like, you know, we've all made um, that. Yeah. But if you do, you know, if you have if you have if you're known for that, you know, I think of like just comes to mind uh, Tyson Moore, who you know, he's coined the, the the magic mallet. And that's like, you know, he's, he's known for his mallets, right? So it's not just like, oh, I'm a woodworker and I'm going to make this cutting board and I'm not known for cutting boards. So like if, if you're known for something and people 
want to have something made by you, I think that's totally great. I think that's totally fine. Like if you, if you gave away pins, you know, if you're a pin turner and you have a unique way of doing them, something where, you know, I think the biggest thing is just to ask your audience. You kind of mentioned it, John, is that I think that's a great opportunity either in comments or in stories. If you're coming up on a giveaway, ask them what, you know, if you want to give away something of your own that you've made, which is great because uh, that's that's going to be the easiest yeah. because you don't have to incorporate brands. You don't have to go knock on people's doors and say, hey, can you, you know, will you sponsor? And they say, well, I can give you a bottle of glue. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, well, I was I was kind of hoping for, you know, an 18 inch pyromatic bandsaw. Uh, and they're like, yeah, so are we. Um, so they're not going to be there. I, I think that uh, as far as barrier to entry and being able to give it, I, I do think, you know, something very well thought out uh, that makes that makes a connection with your audience that you're known for. Uh, you know, maybe if you do signs, you make somebody a custom sign. Like, I think those are things that people would love. And um, that giving back to those people who are engaged with you that, uh, you know, ask them, like, hey, what? I'm, I'm thinking about doing a giveaway. Would you guys rather have, you know, and then like, you know, tell them the options. Like I've, I've talked to a couple of brands. I can get, you know, a year's worth of sandpaper or uh, I can make you guys uh, a custom sign. Like you're going to, they're going to give you the feedback. And those people, the ones that are giving you the feedback are also the ones that are going to be the most important, right? Uh, because you're going to have a lot of followers that never interact with your account. They're just kind of those ghost watchers. Uh, then you're going to have the commenters and then you're going to have the people who watch your stories and comment. And that, you know, kind of goes down the rabbit hole of your most dedicated followers. So, you know, let those people lead the way of, of, uh, what they think is cool and what they would be interested in seeing. Yes. Yeah. I'll agree. You know, the, 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 the giveaway concept for me, it's just like, I, 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 it has to be like an, like a bomb, right? Like, and I think and that's I, where you're at, though. I, 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 think, I, know I, I that, think that's your like, own personal also think thing. That if you wouldn't want to give away something smaller, well, I want to see the in, I want to see the individual sub ten still trying to do that, right? Like, let's just, if if we want to categorize like sub ten thousand followers, I think that there can be there's a better way to go about it, and I think that just because the market for people doing giveaways is here's a bunch of free stuff, thank you, tag a friend, like you don't have to fall into that. Like, think outside the box. If this was your business. You wouldn't be doing just what everyone else is doing. You were trying to be going above and beyond what everyone else is doing in order to deliver as hard as you can for the end buyer or consumer and whoever it might be. And so, like, if say if you got, you know, one sponsor that wants to give you something, you know, can you piggyback 12 smaller sponsors in order to, like, create the most ridiculously over the top uh, value adding bundle of stuff that you can right and just like i think that when i do something and i'm lazy about it my audience always knows right and and if i go about something and i'm just like ugh, just threw that out there even if it's if it's a piece of content if it's a giveaway if it's anything my audience is always like john come on you're better than that and so thinking of it that way i'm just saying that when you're at a smaller tier like don't not do a giveaway because of what I'm saying. I'm saying think about that giveaway deeper, right? Go deeper into how you can change the life or at least the day of the individual whom you're trying to uh, inspire with that giveaway. And and it's not necessarily always going to be easy, but I think that that was kind of what merits the best results on the other side. And then strategically be smarter about it, right? And And that's kind of where we want to segue into it is that uh, on platform giveaways for Instagram specifically have been something that in the past you could say, you know, 
use this hashtag tag three friends. Um, right. You know, go over to your neighbor's house, knock on the door four times, spin in a circle and leave my sticker on it. Mm-hmm. Like those types of things were super common. Um, and I think that nowadays there's much better ways to be smarter about it. And and we wanted to talk to you um, real quick about a, a product that we both like called Gleam. Right. And if any of you guys have entered any of my giveaways here recently, um, you notice that that I use a tool that drives off platform. And, and this is where I really do think that as a business and a brand that a lot of us can be doing a better job of um, creating a, I guess, uh, some sort of win off as a whole business for ourselves while doing uh, the giveaway. And it's not having it seem like, hey, I just want to pick up more followers, um, which can become pretty Pretty right. common, right? But it's a good way to get them. Uh, so instead of necessarily growing new followers, it's a great way to engage your current followers in other areas of your business. <clears throat> so, like you said, to take them off platform. So, uh, I think there's a ton of value in getting your Instagram followers to get on your email list. Yes. Right. Like that, because you don't own Instagram. And um, the ability to reach those followers is as wide open or as tight as they feel it should be based upon who you are and who you're following is. So uh, when you do that, you know, I think that is the great opportunity. And also just, uh, so I switched to Gleam, you know, I've been using Gleam for a long, long time, um, at least two years, probably three or four, honestly. And and when, uh, so it's a website, we'll have a link to it. And basically it automates everything. And for nothing other than that, and it is, they do have a free service. Uh, for nothing other than that, because I remember the day that I did a giveaway uh, for something. It was I don't know if it was that I don't think it was that 50,000. I think it was it was something else. But I gave away a big tool package and I said, oh, just comment down below to enter. Oh, sweet mother. I had like 2000 comments and then I was like, oh, I'm going to scroll through and and pick a winner. Right. So just from, like that was like the the worst Instagram day of my life. Like scroll, I'm like going through, trying to figure out how to get them off. And then inevitably, I think what a lot of people probably happen, you know, if you get that many is you, you know, you, you do a disservice to the entries and you, you know, instead of it being a random, so I did like a lot of people back in the day and some people still do it. They'll go to like random.org and then put in a number generator, you know, okay. I had 2000 entries. I put one to 2000. It picks, you know, 879. And now I've got to go count manually and load more, load more, count, load more. Like, I mean, for one thing, that's fraught with issues of just, yes. you know, being able to actually execute that properly uh, and then just timing and all that. So I ended up actually scraping out all the comments and putting them in Excel. And and that took forever to figure that out uh, because that's not easy to do. But but this Gleam does it all for you. Right. And it also what it helps do is um, they have to sign in. So it helps alleviate. um fraudulent entries and things like that. So yeah. it'll even show you if people are logging into multiple accounts from the same IP address, it will flag that. So it, it's a really cool piece of software. Well, it also and covers you, you as far as FTC guidelines go, right? Uh, a little bit. I mean, you still have to do the work. So yeah. there's there, there's a couple. I don't think it's, it's, not, um, it's not FTC for them. It's more of like terms of service. Hmm. So that's what we wanted to hit on is that- um, Transparency, you know, you, right? Correct. And you, there are certain things you can and can't do. So, and I still see this happen today. Like right now, I bet somebody listening has a giveaway going that does this. Um, You cannot require people as far as terms of service to follow you as part of an entry. 
And it's almost like, you know, you've always, back in the day, you see, I mean, giveaways have been around forever, right? Just in, on TV and, yes. and mail and everything, website. Um, but they'll say no purchase necessary. That's because that, you know, that is either terms of service. That that one might actually be an FTC thing, John. But um, is that you can't ask somebody to follow you as a entry, right? You, you can't do that. And that's part of um, terms of service for... Now, it used to be, um, what did it used to be? It, it used to be pretty wide open. Like you could use Gleam to do that. And then as they've changed terms of services for Instagram and for Facebook and for YouTube, the nice thing about Gleam is that now they will not let you say, it used to be, you could say, um, follow me on Instagram for an entry. And they let you do that. Well, as soon as they change terms of service, they just drop that from what you can actually do on Gleam. So you don't have to worry about figuring it out. They do it for you. And that's one of the beautiful parts of it. Yeah, and, and I, I, you actually taught me a lot about that, how like tricky navigating all of that sort of whatever you want to call it, that, that treacherous path can be because especially if you're pairing with a brand, now the brand becomes tied to it and like you just can create a very uh, cloudy picture for all ends of the spectrum. And most of the brands I work with typically have very crystal clear guidelines on what uh, they want to be said or how they want it to be presented. Um, and Gleam covers that for you. And, and it's really nice. And I think with the opportunity for cross-promotion on multiple platforms, it's almost a no-brainer nowadays. And, and I think the value add to the community is that if you can show that by entering, say, your email list and then checking out your YouTube because you can't require a subscription, that you can bring more awareness to your brand as a whole. Um, and you could do this on visit your website. You could have someone watch a video um, mm -hmm. to get it to get an entry. And uh, essentially, you're able to create a much larger brand awareness for the entrance than you are just uh, hoping hoping that they'll tag a couple people that are actually into what you're giving away. Um, and 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 for me, Gleam has really done. Uh, it's given me some, some solid wins, um, especially when it comes to trying to grow like website traffic or something, you know, you'll get some, a nice spike and the individuals who are like, wow, I had no idea John had a website, you know, now they do. Um, and so looking at a tool like that, you know, you definitely want to be considering, um, your whole brand portfolio, right? And, and if you're just on Instagram and you just want to do a giveaway there, like Glee may not be the best thing to, to use. Um, because you are trying to drive people off platform. Obviously, the platform doesn't like right. that, but there's benefits um, if you but can you do it. Still, I still think it's been. A, I think it would be just for that ease of not having to do everything else. But um, you're right. I mean, there there are uh, downsides to it because it's best to have it hosted. But you can actually host it right on Gleam. Like you don't even need a website. Yeah. Um, and the 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 downside would be that they have to go off platform. But again, in my eyes, like, hey, look, if you're not going to click a link to go off platform, like whatever, like, you know, like I do want to get back to my community, but if you don't want to click a link and go do something, then like to make it easier on me and make it uh, much more transparent. Like you said, John, that's, that's the other thing is I think whenever I see uh, personally, whenever I see a giveaway that is run through some software like that, like you feel better about it, right? Like, cause everybody thinks like, I used to get that all the time. Like, I mean, you'd even have people taking like videos of them, like running the, the number generator and scrolling. Like that was always a big thing just to like, Hey, I want to make you sure you guys know that I'm doing this, you know, on the up and up. Well, it, you don't have to worry about that with that software. Cause you just click the button and it picks automatically. Like 
you can't game the system um, in that sense as far as like you can't individually go in and pick somebody. Uh, yeah, like and give it to your make best them friend. Winner. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what always people are always like, oh, are you, you know, do you like I, I used to get that oh. now and then uh, like do, you just pick these people like I've never won. Like, well, yeah, I'm getting thousands of entries. I'm sorry you haven't won. I'd like I'd love for you to win. But um, and that's why like I post and I used to do that. And I, I still do it. Like I'll post the winners like, hey, congratulations to and then ask them if you're up for it. When you get the prize, I'd love for you to share so people can see you're an actual person and that you got it and and all that kind of stuff. But um yeah, Gleam is, it makes it really nice. Um, but at the same time, like if you just want to do like a flash giveaway, you know, I think like doing a flash giveaway on Instagram is kind of a fun thing too. And I think there's some new things with polls and stuff like that, that you could actually use to do that more effectively. I've, I've not dipped into it too much. Um, but I'm just thinking of like, if I wanted to do a flash giveaway, how would I do it? Uh, cause you, you just, you don't want to have to scrub through comments or likes or who follows you, like you, you'd need something automated uh, and you might be able to get away with it at 500 or a thousand followers. But, um, you know, as soon as you start getting over 50 or a hundred entrants, like it just oh, it's a pain. makes your life easier. And then it makes you not want to do it. And then it makes you not enthusiastic about it. And I just think if you're, if you're, if you want to be like, I don't know, a pro about your giveaway that you've got to be using something like Gleam. Um, and, and, that's just my opinion. I, I've had a lot of success with it. I've seen a lot of people in our community and in the space have success with it. And I also think it, it forces you to think of it as a business instead of just like a, a flash in the pan um, and trying to growth hack. And, I, and I'm 100% with you, Brad, is that I'm actually much more enticed to join a giveaway that is asking me to go off platform because I know it's legit. Like you're not right. like if you if you're asking me to tag someone and, and add a hashtag to a post it's kind of like a hack for you in my opinion. And in my experience, it's cause, cause I used to do it. Like we used to use those right. hacks and I know how hard it is to do. So I'm thinking like, when I see that, I'm thinking they're not doing that right. No. Like they're, they're taking the shortcut and just picking something. So like I definitely check out gleam in the website. If you're not um, going to check out the show notes is gleam.io. And like Brad said, we will definitely have that link there. They also have a paid service. I've used it in the past. If you've entered any of my giveaways in the past year and a half, that's the service I was using. Um, and I think, uh, you know, for the, to wrap this up and, and for the whole spectrum of giveaways, um, it just essentially comes down to, there's a right, right way to do it. And, and, and having forethought and wherewithal, um, and strategy behind it is for sure the way you want to go. Um, you know, not just feeling like, Oh my goodness, I hit this milestone that is potentially not even a milestone that, I need to do a giveaway. It's like, no, 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 you're perfectly fine. It is your platform. It is your content to take a minute. Think about how you want to do this. Approach some brands correctly. If that's the route you want to go set up the proper channels in order to capture emails or drive traffic to a website or whatever you would like to do there and then execute on it professionally like you do with almost everything else in your business, right? No need to just throw a flash in the pan. Hey, happened to hit 10 K last night. Like wasn't thinking, but let's do a giveaway. Here's a half used box of my sandpaper and the scraps from my last cutting board. Like you don't need to be like that. You could definitely go about it a better way. Um, and as long as you're providing value to the audience, um, you can, you can get a you can get a lot of value out of it as well as give a lot of value, which I think is important. Yeah, absolutely. I, I back to that. I said, I gave away, I wanted to clarify that just cause that was funny. Uh, giveaway scraps. I like, I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like, I was making, I used to do a lot of cutting boards and then I was like cutting them into pin blanks or something. 
anyway, like I had a bunch of people like, man, I wish I had those scraps. And I was like, okay, cool. And I like, I posted like a carousel. I think this is when carousels first came up or something, or maybe I did multiple posts. And I was like, box of scraps, you know, first person to give me five bucks via PayPal, you know, for whatever it costs for the priority mail shipping. So, and I was like, I was like boxing them up and shipping them to people, you know, like, like, oh, I'd love to have those scraps. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun to help people out. But yeah, I stopped doing that very, very quickly. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, some people, but it does go to show that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of wood turners or pin turners that might love a box of scraps. But at the same time, you know, what is that value that you're going to add? And if your audience says we would love to have a box of your scraps because your scraps are, you know, exotic woods and Clara Walnut and all these amazing things, um, then yeah, maybe a box of scraps is actually an amazing giveaway for you. But again, doing it the right way. I think you hit it, hit the nail on the head, John. Uh, and the right, there's a lot of ways to do it the right way. I think the right way in general is, is more of a concept and a thought and a process versus there, there's tons and tons of ways to execute on what you give, how you give, when you give it, all those things, how people enter. Um, but as long as it aligns with your business, what you're trying to achieve, giving back to your audience, doing well with your sponsors, if you have any, uh, I think those are all, you know, great things to think about. So hopefully this helps shed some light on that topic. And, uh, you know, it, it is, it's still the wild west. You, and that's the beauty of it too, is that you can do it however you want to and however it fits your brand, but, you know, put some thought into it and, um, you'll be better off, uh, at the end and you'll feel great about it. And so will your audience. For sure. For sure. Great wrap up there. So good question. I mean, if you guys aren't a part of the, um, MFP patron squad, you're definitely going to want to check that out. Um, like, like we said at the top of the show, that is where we pulled this question from. Um, and you can also get the, uh, opportunity to join the beautiful Facebook groups that we have going on. Um, not only as a listener, but that patron group is pretty sizzling hot with some real, real deep, um, real deep information on, you know, what's working for some people and what isn't. And if you want to check that out, you can head on over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash made for profit tribe. Um, and then we also have made for profit patron tribe, I believe. Um, yes, but just a lot of awesomeness happening on Facebook. Yeah. I, I can barely we have, keep we up have tribes. We have tribes everywhere. Yes. Well, it is fine. So uh, we appreciate everybody that's over there interacting. And uh, that's the main hub. That one, John said the public group there. Um, if you are trying to join, make sure you answer the questions. No questions, no entry. No answers, no entry. Thou answers. shall not pass. <laughs> That's right. I'm going full Gandalf on you. Uh, all right, cool. If, if you want to check out the show notes, head over to madeforprofit.com forward slash episode 97. We'll have that link to Gleam and, uh, and the Facebook groups as well. But right now we're going to go head over and talk to our patrons in the after show. All right, John, let's go crush it. 